2: Well, good morning, brothers and sisters, kings and queens, angels and saints, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment. I am your host, G. Thanks so much for being with us today. And so we didn't get a chance to talk to one of our favorite people live on Friday, uh, but we have him this morning. And if you have questions, I'm giving the number now. 516-387-1944 instead of Friday. We're still in the garden on Monday with Robert Boughton. Good morning, sir.
1: Good morning. How are you?
2: I'm doing well. Just uh, running a little bit, but um, getting some stuff wrapped up. How are you? And I'm ready for spring. I am so ready for spring. How are you doing?
1: Uh, I'm enjoying the spring. You know, I, I, I six months ago from New Orleans, and I had the ability to
0: find probably 10
1: for the best. Okay.
3: And
0: uh, it's. The
2: reception is bad. Hi. The reception is bad. Uh, Hi. Yes, I Mr. was going to tell him. Yeah. Robert, you. can you um, call back? We can take a break. Yeah, let's see if we can clear it up. I'll call you back. Hang up and call back in.
1: Okay. Bye.
2: Okay, we're going to take a quick break in the meantime. Don't forget to join us. if You have gardening questions, numbers 516-387-1944. Geez, Power Hour I Never Had So Good Entertainment. We'll be right back.
3: Hi. I'm Tim Gears. Uh, you may know me as Timmy G. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's been two decades, but I want you to know I'm back in the airwaves. And I've got a mix of music that can help you relax and chill out. It's smooth. It's relaxing. It's chill-out jazz. The soulful mix. Of smooth jazz, soul, and smooth R&B. So join me every Wednesday night, ten PM to midnight on KHAM Radio. Yes,
0: are you?
2: Sure. Hey there! Welcome back to G's Power Hour. I've never had it so good. Entertainment. I am your host, G. Thanks so much for being with us today. Robert, are you back with us?
1: I am back with you. Hopefully, it's a little better.
2: Yes, indeed, it is. Thanks so much. Okay. So. Okay,
1: I'm sorry for that.
2: That's all right. That's all right. So, you know technology you, you got we got a love-hate relationship going on with it so you know we do what we can but yeah you know, on, on to better things how, how are you how are you doing and um how are you i guess preparing the spring garden or have you i'm su- assuming you've already prepared the spring garden but for those of us that are a little bit behind you got to give us some mm-hmm. pointers
1: yeah um there's a lot of things to do in the spring in anticipation of uh summer at the garden at in your garden and uh it's a very very busy time because uh it's a it's a ideal time to um, be working uh in the garden to prepare for the summer heat um, you know people they've got things like snapdragons blooming now and pot marigolds and petunias. And quite honestly, they all look very nice and they look great. But as much as I hate to say it, um, and it seems odd to say this, but you're going to have to take all of those out in a, probably oh. another month. or You have to take those out in another month or so, because, um, you need to put plants in. They're going to grow in the summertime. And you need to plant them now so the roots and the plants become acclimated to the site before the hot weather comes. And, you, you know, you have to think about plants almost like people. And uh-huh. if you – so let's say hypothetically you put it off. Uh, planting uh, bedding plants or, or flowering annuals and perennials, you know things like, um, um, oh gosh, you like periwinkle or, or vinca, for instance. Um, if you if you put it off and don't plant them, but if you let's say you put it off until uh, late May or early June and you go to the store and you buy some periwinkle and you put it in the the ground, um, there's a lot of demand on the roots for water and nutrients. And it's very, very hot. And when when the plant starts to ask for water and nutrients from the roots, if you haven't planted them a month ago, um, the the roots aren't going to be able to supply the the water and the nutrients the plant needs, so okay. the plant is always, it's gonna you know the plant's going to be playing catch up all summer long. But if ah. you take out if you take out those snapdragons and those marigolds um, and the the petunias, you take those out now and plant them in the garden, the roots are going to get well established and they're going to be very comfortable growing in that uh, soil. And then when hot weather does come, the top of the plant says, okay, it's really hot up here. I need a lot of water and I need a lot of nutrients. Send them up. The roots in turn say, okay, I've got it. I'm well established. I've been I've been growing in the ground for a month, a month and a half, and I can give you all the water and all the nutrients you need. Uh, and the plants can be very healthy all summer long, so you don't have to play catch-up. So it, it, it's absolutely awful to be pulling out perfectly good plants, but if you don't, uh, you're going to be trying to play catch-up, and you'll never have a really nice display in the summertime because it's just too darn hot and the roots can't supply what the plant needs. So you need to be taking plants out now in addition to planting them. Uh, And then in the vegetable garden, um, you know, the winter garden is coming to a close. So your broccoli and your cauliflower and your cabbage and your onions you know they're all starting to wind down now they're all starting to mature, and uh you're gonna be harvesting that and if you can't keep up, you can't eat everything that you harvest then you can freeze it but you know i'm for instance, I'm picking cauliflower and broccoli and onions and uh cherry tomatoes. I'm picking all that right now. But in another month or so, it'll be too hot, and all of the plants will have matured by then. So you need to be thinking now in the spring, you need to be thinking about growing those plants that have the ability to grow here in the summertime. And it's a pretty thin list because we get 95 degrees and it gets down to 75 at night and um, there's a lot of water so there's diseases as a result of high humidity in water so you're going to have to be planting things that are going to be able to tolerate uh, that uh, summer heat and you're going to be growing things like uh, peanuts and sweet potatoes you need to start you need to be growing that kind of stuff now in anticipation of summer
2: you know, I was going to ask you about sweet potatoes because I was at one of the big box stores yesterday, and there was a ton. A ton I mean, I couldn't believe how many, many uh, sweet potato plants that I was seeing. And I was going to ask you, is this a good time to be planting wheat vegetables?
1: Yeah. I mean, you, you should be um... – at least starting and growing um, sweet potato slips so you can buy sweet potatoes and cut them in half and use toothpicks and put them in a glass of water like you used to do in kindergarten and use those slips to put in the ground. Or you can buy uh, plants already grown and put those in the garden but, yes, yeah, sweet potatoes, you can be starting now, and you won't put them out into the garden probably until uh, late April. But you you don't need to be putting them in the ground now. You need to be growing them on um, to get them prepared for planting in the summer. Yeah, where did you yeah. see... Sweet potatoes growing.
2: Uh, well, no, they were, um like I said, at one of the big box stores. They were at Lowe's, a ton of them. Lowe's oh. on West Colonial. Yeah.
1: And then, that and, 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 and trying to
2: remember the other one at the place. Yeah. They also had strawberries. Is, is it too late for strawberries?
1: Yes. That's and what they, I thought. We, yeah. And this, this brings up a very interesting uh, point. Just because it's for sale, doesn't mean it's the right time to plant them. Okay. Okay. Um, I was in a box store, um, Home Depot, uh, last June or July, uh-huh. and, there young, and there was a young lady. And there was a young lady. Who was buying uh, uh, a tray with ten plants in this tray of broccoli? In each one of those pots, cost three dollars and forty-nine cents.
3: Now. Oh well, let me tell
2: you. <laughs> I wish. Let me tell you. I had sticker chocolate last night. It was five ninety-eight.
1: And I and remember, I said this was June or July.
0: Right. Well, you,
1: you can't grow broccoli in June or July here. Right. If you were in Ohio or Connecticut or somewhere, yeah, you can grow But you, it's just too darn hot here, and they won't grow. This lady was going to buy 10 plants in this tray at $3.48 a piece. And those plants wouldn't last a month. Wow. So it's, it's important to know when to plant things. And just because they're for sale doesn't mean it's the right time. Last <coughs> July, I went to a box store, and they were <coughs> selling 12, 12 different kinds of tomatoes. Yep. Well, unless you're growing a small yellow pear tomato or Mm -hmm. a little cherry tomato, a little cherry tomato like Super Sweet 100, the big tomatoes aren't going to grow here. They do not grow here in the summertime. And so I saw 12 different kinds of tomatoes being sold, and only the cherry tomatoes, which was probably two or three, of those tomatoes were actually going to produce fruit. So when you go to the store, when you go to the store, you're going to have to know what grows to know what to buy. And exactly. uh, Yeah. And you can go online. Uh, You can go online. You go to um, uh, University of Florida and they have calendars of when to plant stuff. You can uh, you can buy my book, my vegetable garden book called Florida Fruit and Vegetable Gardening. And in that book, there are t- calendars that tell you not only when to plant, but do you plant the seeds directly into the garden? Or can you start them beforehand? Uh, what varieties perform best here? Uh, how far apart the individual plant should be, how deep the seed should be planted. So all of that is in the book. So um, between the two sites, you know, University of Florida or my gardening book, um, it'll it'll tell you when to plant. But, no, you do not plant strawberries this time of year. And the, right. reason, the reason they're selling them is because, Strawberries are ripening now. So, oh, I want to grow strawberries because they taste so good. Well, you have to plant strawberries in the fall. Right. So you plant them in the ground, plant them in the fall. You want to plant them September, October, and then let them grow. And then they produce strawberries this time of year. But they won't be growing in another month or so because it's just too darn hot. So, again, just because of strawberries are being sold doesn't mean it's the right time to plant them. And it's awful that stores do that. But let's face it, they're in the business to make money. And if we're not uh, knowledgeable about what grows when, they'll sell it to you if they can. They have no scruples whatsoever.
2: So that's why I have you come on because I need you to educate us and, and clue us in terms of what we should be doing, you know, because that, you can waste a lot of money trying to, you know, do the gardening and you're wondering what's going wrong and, you know, you're following instructions, and but the instructions don't yeah. necessarily tell you uh you know this is this is a bad time or a good time or a bad place or a good place to be planting so
1: yeah and 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 two things one if you have gardens someplace else and then you've moved and you have moved to central florida the techniques that you use to grow vegetables whether you're in ohio or whether you're in Orlando, the techniques about how to take a tomato or how to grow cucumbers on a fence, those uh-huh. those are all the same. So you don't have to relearn everything. That's you, Everything is the same. Okay. It's it, It's the timing that's off. Because when I lived in Ohio, we planted all of our tomatoes, on On May fifteenth, and then we had our first frost on October fifteenth. And we only uh-huh. had one crop. We only had one crop all summer long. But in Central Florida, we have five seasons. And so okay. it isn't, what it isn't so much how to plant because all of that stays the same but it's when you plant these things. Okay. When do you plant, when do you plant peanuts? When do you plant uh, sweet potatoes? Can I grow big tomatoes in the summer, or do I have to grow cherry tomatoes? Those are all the things you're going to have to learn when you move to central Florida, because it's totally different than anywhere else in the country. And we're very fortunate in that we can grow things twelve months out of the year. You know, up in up in Connecticut they're having snow right now. Yeah. And we're having beautiful we're having beautiful ninety degree weather. So growing food, whether it be herbs or vegetables or fruit trees, I mean my peach trees are filled right now with peaches.
0: Oh my like right yet.
1: You but have peach trees. Oh my gosh you know, on on four or five trees, there are hundreds of peach trees. Um, they, what, kind of, you have to buy, what kind of peach you trees? Have to buy, what
2: kind of peach? Yeah. What kind of peach trees? Yeah. You have to, what kind?
1: You have to you have to buy special fruit trees that will grow here in Florida. If you were to bring a peach tree from um, Ohio, let's say, they're not going to grow uh-huh. because the peach trees that grow up north require certain amount of cold weather, and we don't get that. So ours require varieties that uh, don't have the need for cold weather. So, for instance, if you if you want to grow low chill peaches. You're looking for a variety called Florida Prince or Florida uh, Glow, another one called UF Beauty. You can grow nectarines as well. One that I really like, the variety is called Sun Home. And the reason I like it is not only does it produce, you know, good nectarines, but when the new growth comes out in the spring – and it's coming out right now. All the new leaves are dark, dark purple. So not only does it produce nectarines, but it also is a nice ornamental plant. And if you want to grow plums, you can grow uh-huh. plums here as well. And you're looking at where do you, Gulf, where do you, Gulf Beauty where do you or Gulf Blaze. Uh You're uh-huh. gonna have to go to You're gonna have to go to a nice um, garden center. Okay. Um, um a small All little right. uh you know small little nursery isn't gonna handle it. So in okay. Central Florida you probably wanna go to a place like um Lucas Nursery. L U A A S Lucas Nursery out in Navito and he'll have probably four or five different kinds of peaches and four or five different kinds of plums. So that's, that's where you want to go for that stuff.
2: Okay. Well, I guess I know where I'll be Saturday. uh, Yes. Sure. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yep. That's where we go.
2: And um, any particular place in your yard, should you plant those?
1: Yeah, they need a minimum of eight hours of full sun, and that's true okay. of vegetables and herb vegetables and herbs as well. If you have less than that, then the plants are going to be stressed out. They need minimum of eight hours. Um, you can't have too many hours, but okay. if you have eight hours, that's fine. And um, other than, you know, anything short of that, the plants um, aren't going to be happy and they're going to succumb to uh, insects and diseases because those guys know that a plant is being stressed out and they'll just they'll, they'll fly in there, they'll move in there, the diseases will come in on the air and uh, once the plant's under stress, the bugs and diseases know that they're stressed out and uh, it's going it's, And you're going to be fighting the diseases and the bugs all season long but you won't have that problem if you plant them enough sun and if you don't have enough sun then don't plant them because you're just going to be fighting um, those problems and you're going to be spending a lot of money trying to control them and it's not going to work so
2: um, and how much sure space, have how much how much space do you need between the trees?
1: Well, for a peach tree, you're probably going to need a minimum of uh, 12 to 15 feet between each tree. Okay. And the same yeah, thing cause... with fig tree. You're going to grow figs. Uh-huh. Uh, you can plant figs, and you're going to be growing. Uh, plums and peaches, Um, and you're going to meet a a minimum of 15 feet. Fifteen feet. Okay, good to know. Yep, yep, yep. And they're really easy. You You only fertilize them four times a year, and you make sure they have at least an inch and a half of water every week. And beyond that, you just have to control the squirrels and uh you're yeah. off and running it's pretty easy i think that's
2: i think that's why i don't have any guavas either
1: <laughs> because the squirrels. of the squirrels yeah well i'm i've live trapped squirrels this year i bought a little trap and i put uh, peanut butter uh in the trap and right. uh, i catch them and then i take them to a park somewhere and let them go and uh i have removed 11 squirrels from my yard this year. Wow. And I'm hoping, and I'm hoping, because I have two acres and everybody else does too, I'm hoping that I'll get some peaches this year. Last year I didn't get any peaches at all because the squirrels ate every last one of them.
2: So yeah, we're going to have to probably do that. We did that for a while because we ended up with... uh, an area where they got into part of the house um, and we had to start trapping them and we closed up the area and we had to start trapping them and taking them away. But now we've, we've got more. So we probably, they're not getting it in, but if we're going to have decent plants, I think we're going to have to start doing that again. It's live trapping them.
1: So. Yeah. We live trap them and, I, and I, um, I spray them. I spray their tail with uh, uh, a white or a orange spray paint, uh-huh. and I take them, and I take them to a park. And if a few days or a few weeks later, I see them with an orange or a yellow tail, I know I need to take them a little bit further away.
2: How far? is they do will, you usually.
1: How far do you usually end up taking them? Well, I live I live on the Seminole Wakawa Trail oh. and um um it, it's almost like a turnpike for them. You know, I take them a mile away and within three or four days they find their way back. So I oh. I paint the I paint the tails and then um if they come back then i knew to take them further away but I, I take them a mile away but they still they still find their way back
2: oh yeah we take them further but uh yeah, yeah. um hadn't thought about painting the tail that i hope that doesn't harm them you it know.
1: doesn't nope no. Nope. good you know i used to be i used to be a park ranger and i'm very oh, okay uh, very animal friendly so I wouldn't do anything to hurt him.
2: I didn't think you would so but we're gonna take we're gonna take a quick break. We're here with Robert Bowden. he is the former executive director of Harry P. Lou Gardens here in Central Florida. He is also teaching out there now and i as well as at valencia and so if you have any questions or comments, the number is five one six three eight seven one nine four four. Geez, Power Hour on Never Had So Good Entertainment. We'll be right back. Having a wedding, reception, family reunion, planning a banquet, or some other fundraising event. Need to share your knowledge through a workshop or seminar. Or it's a difficult time and you need to plan a wake or repast. Let us help. At Our Gatherings, let us reduce the stress and make the occasion memorable, treasured. Call Our Gatherings at 407-968-9387 or email ourgatherings at yahoo.com. Let us help plan your special event.
3: dedicated to serving our families.
2: Good afternoon. Welcome back to G's Power Hour I Never Had It So Good Entertainment. I am your host, G. Thanks so much for being with us today. It is Friday in the Garden on a Monday. We are here with Robert Bowden. And if you have questions or comments, the number is 516-387-1944. Robert, so... I needed to go back to the sweet potatoes and and some of the other, like, root vegetables and plants. How deep are you supposed to uh, be able to plant them? How how much uh, space, depth do you allow for them?
1: Okay, so um, sweet potatoes uh, can be grown one of two ways now. Uh, You can uh, cut a sweet potato in half. Uh, and take the top half, you know, the pointy end, and mm-hmm. put that in a glass of water. You hold it up in the water with two picks, like you used to do in kindergarten. And mm-hmm. sprouts, well, those individual sprouts, when they get about six inches long, and mm-hmm. you can either put them in a flower pot or you can put them directly in the ground. Now, what we usually do is that we will build either an individual hill or we'll build um, out of garden soil, we'll, we'll, we'll have a long mound. So let's say your garden is 10 feet long. You're going to mm-hmm. scrape up some soil and create this long mound that's about 10 to 12 inches tall and about uh, 12 to 14 inches wide. So you've got this long mound and then you take that six inch, you 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 pick off a six inch piece of uh, a sprout off your um, sweet potato, and you simply stick it uh, in the in that dirt about um, four to six inches deep. So you stick it every twelve inches. You put them in that mound. Now probably going to wilt because it doesn't have any roots yet. All right. All you have is a, a stem with a few leaves on the top, but you're going to mm-hmm. put it in that mound, and you're going to water them probably two or three times a day. And oh, what's wow. going to happen if you, if you keep it moist for a week? They're going to form roots, okay. and then they won't be wilting anymore. And then they're going to and then they're going to take off, and they are going to produce potatoes within that hill within that mm-hmm. mound. Um, and then around...
2: Sounds, sounds like you need a timer. A, a watering no. system and a timer. No?
1: No, no. you just, you know, you take a hose down and you and you spray some water on it two or three times a day. And that's all okay. you need. It's really not.
2: That's for the retired people. <laughs> okay. oh. For the working people, you need a timer.
1: <laughs> well, you can you can water it before you leave in the morning, and then you can water it when you get home, and that'll be enough. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. And then, uh, so you plant them usually around May or so, April late mid April or May, and then they're gonna they're gonna start to grow, and they're gonna grow and grow and grow, and they're gonna produce. Potatoes in that hill or in that mound, all right, Then around, oh, probably the the mid to late September, maybe October first. Uh, mm-hmm. The vines, the vines are going to start to the leaves are going to start to turn yellow, and um, you're gonna you're gonna want to harvest those sweet potatoes around October 1st. And all you do is you just just go in with a pitchfork or with your bare hands and you dig into that mound and you pull the sweet potatoes out. And you're going to have six or seven sweet potatoes for every plant that you planted in that hill. This is the important thing. This is the important part. You do not wash the dirt off. You pull them out of the ground, and you let them sit on top of the ground for two or three days. Then you you take them off of the plant. You get a, you're just going to cut them off of the vine, cut them off of the plant, and you're going to put them in a basket or a laundry hamper or something uh, in, a, in a cool, dark location. So, you know, put them in a laundry hamper or something or a wicker basket, and put them in a garage, you know, where the animals don't get to it, and it's dark, um, and as cool as you can. All right. So okay. This is what's going to happen when you when you harvest them and you store them. The potatoes are very starchy, and if if you store them in a cool, dark place, the starch in those sweet potatoes changes from starch to sugar. So it's, uh-huh. it, it's a, it, it's a curing process, right? So if okay. you, if you eat them right out of the ground, they're not going to taste very good. They're just mildly sweet, but they're mm-hmm. they're really not going to be much flavor to them. But if you wait 45 days, they're going to taste really, really good. And what happens? What happens in November? Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. So your sweet potatoes are going to be ready to harvest on October 1st. They're going to be there for sweet potato pie. And believe me, you, you won't need any marshmallows. They will be so sweet, your teeth will hurt.
2: That that just spoils a sweet potato pie anyway. You just need need a sweet potato pie.
1: A good sweet potato pie. Right. right. Absolutely. So yeah that's that's all that's all you do about sweet potatoes, pretty easy. Yep. I love that lesson. Cool. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you you bet. And what was the other plant we were gonna talk about? What? There was another plant you mentioned.
2: Oh, well, I was just talking about um, any type of root plants or any type of gourds because I was curious in terms of how much depth and how much space you needed for them because I was wondering if it was something that you could, you know, a lot of people are are using um, planter boxes and and different types of things, uh, raised gardens, and I didn't know if you could plant those in a raised garden.
1: Yeah. Um, Well, you can be planting – regular potatoes right now. So if you wanted to grow the red Irish potatoes or Uh you wanted to grow the the yellow Yukon potatoes Uh or just a regular white potato, you can be growing those right now. And you don't need a lot of land or property to do that. You know, I'm very fortunate. I have my vegetable garden is probably... 40 by 40 and I can gr- okay. I'm growing a lot of food in there. I'm I'm keeping four children and their spouses and my family in <laughs> plenty of vegetables right now, all Right. Mm-hmm. right. Um, so uh, the potatoes are really super easy to grow. Um you can one you can send away for seed potatoes on online you're going to be paying a lot of money for them but mm-hmm. the potatoes the potatoes that you're looking for are potatoes that have not been sprayed with a growth hormone that prevents them from sprouting so when you go to Publix or Winn-Dixie and you buy potatoes there you're going to be buying potatoes that have been sprayed with a hormone that uh, keep, uh, that doesn't let them sprout because nobody wants to buy potatoes that have long sprouts on them. Oh, they're not going to taste great. They're the same, but they mm-hmm. just don't look very good. So people won't buy yeah. them. So they spray them. They spray them. They won't sprout. So what you want to do, you can buy them online. Or you Mm -hmm. can go to a grocery store and buy organic potatoes. So you go someplace like Whole Foods or someplace that has organic grown potatoes and they haven't sprayed them, and Mm -hmm. you can plant those potatoes as well. You can also go to a place like Palmer's Feed Store down on Church Street in Paramore uh, where they sell um, urban gardening stuff, you know, like seed bulk seeds and seed potatoes. You know, they'll sell those there. Uh, and then all you do, I mean, if you have land, you can just, uh, you know, make the soil nice and fluffy and just dig a ditch about six inches deep and cut the mm-hmm. potato in half and put them, every 12 inches or so and cover it up with a little bit of dirt. And as Mm -hmm. it sprouts and as it grows, you just continue to cover that growth up with soil from either side. So when you're done, you're going to have this little mound of dirt, um, and you're going to have a little bit of green growth coming out the top. And what will happen is that along the stem that is underground in that mound, it will produce roots along the stem. And it's and those roots will grow four to five inches, and at the very tip of that root is going to be a potato. And that's where you get your potatoes. So you can get easily uh, six to seven potatoes off of a single plant that you put in the ground. But let's say you live in an apartment. Or all you have is a terrace in the backyard, but you have full sun. Um, mm-hmm. You just buy, you can buy a milk crate, or you can buy uh, a laundry basket or a wicker basket, and you put an inch or so of soil in the bottom, and put mm-hmm. one potato, one potato in the middle, and cover that with two inches of dirt. Well, it's mm-hmm. going to sprout. It's going to sprout in that dirt, and it's going to come up out of the ground. And when it gets to be about six inches tall, you add more dirt to that crate or to that basket. And so you keep adding soil as that plant grows. So when it gets about six inches tall, you, you put about three inches of dirt in it. Then it's going to grow another six inches. Then you put a little more dirt in it. And eventually you're gonna have dirt all the way up to the top of that crate, and you're gonna have potato growing out of the middle and what's gonna happen wow. if you grow it in if you grow it in full sun, you're gonna be growing potatoes in that milk crate or in that basket and um when the vine starts to turn yellow and it will after uh-huh. several months usually two to three months after you've planted it, the vine will start to turn yellow. And that's your signal that you have potatoes that are growing in that dirt. And all you do is take that basket or that crate and you turn it upside down. And you're going to get maybe half a dozen, maybe as many as ten, potatoes that fall out of that dirt. They're going to be attached to the stem and you simply uh, pull them off and store them in a dark location and you harvest them and you eat them as you need them. It's pretty easy. So you, again, you don't wash them. You leave the dirt on there so you don't okay. get bruised and then you eat them as you need them. and uh, If you store them in a like a laundry basket where it's dry and it's dark, um, mm-hmm. there's no reason why potatoes won't last three or four months that way. And you get you potatoes that you have grown for upwards of three to four months. How cool is that? <laughs> so cool
2: that's so cool i'm gonna be listening to this show again on saturday morning before i i go out to to get my my um not my new my new
1: peach tree and, and some other stuff so <laughs> i'm looking forward well to you it. be sure be sure to tell the people out there that you learned about it on your show i will i will thank you yeah So yeah. you bet so
2: we're We're going to take our final break, and we're going to come back with Robert Bowden. And the number, if you have questions, is 516-387-1944. G's Power Hour. I've never had it so good entertainment. We'll be right back.
3: This is Douglas Dobbs.
0: Hi, I'm Tim Garrison, and I think I found a way to help you understand what is chill out jazz. Some of you the style we choose, we make jazz R and B. We don't categorize; we just make what sound good, baby. Is it jazz? It is what it is. It is R and B?
3: Tune in every Wednesday
0: night at ten on, on. Kham Radio. Are you chill? Sure?
2: Good afternoon and happy spring, y'all, and welcome back to G's Power Hour. I never had a so good entertainment. I am your host, G. Thanks so much for being with us today. And um I, I'm, I love spring, I'm so happy and and just, you know, trying to get a, a handle on on my vegetables because I'm I'm telling you, in the store, if if you can grow it <laughs> then that's a little less that's a little less money out of your pocket and there's a little more freshness um with regards to your vegetables that you're cooking, uh, whether you're you know baking them or stewing them or you know grilling them or whatever you do to your vegetables you got options and robert's telling us about how we can you know get get you know our spring garden in shape and also just you know not beyond just spring and beyond summer he's got he's like for example he was talking about the sweet potatoes that's going to happen in the fall so you know no time like the present to get working on that so so what else should we be doing right now robert
1: well, um, if you're growing vegetables and herbs um, for uh, this time of year and growing all summer long, you want to be um, you want to be planting uh, seeds for uh, cherry tomatoes. Um, you can't grow the really big tomatoes here in the summertime. It's just too hot. Tomatoes. Um, pollinate themselves, Um, and their flowers are very close together. So when the wind blows, the pollen is transferred from one flower to another. Uh, And I guess bees and pollinators will do it too, but most of the time uh, it's just the wind. Um, And when the temperatures are um, above 85 degrees, the pollen of most tomatoes gets sticky. And um, when it gets, even with the strong wind, the pollen doesn't leave one flower to go to another flower. And so the, the fruit, the flowers can't be pollinated and you don't get tomatoes. You may have a plant, but you won't have any fruit. Okay, so um for some reason, which I have yet to figure out, for some reason, um, you can grow cherry tomatoes and they grow really well in the summertime, and you can grow those twelve months out of the year here in central Florida so if you want to if you look for seeds or you go to the store, you can buy uh seeds or plants of a, a tomato called Sweet 100, and those are wonderful. They're small cherry tomatoes, and they grow really, really well uh, here in Florida, Central Florida. Another one is called Yellow Pear, and, you know, yeah, I in my salad, I, I don't want my salads to be boring. I want them to be attractive when I eat them so I have Purple lettuce, and I have yellow lettuce, and I have green lettuce, and I've mm-hmm. got, uh, um, I've got cherry tomatoes in there, and so I have mm-hmm. red cherry tomatoes, and I have yellow pear tomatoes. It's pretty, you know. Yeah, um, and, I like those uh, sweet reason, mini peppers. <laughs> and for some reason, the um, the um, cherry tomatoes grow. Twelve months out of the year here, so yellow pear and uh, uh, sweet one hundred. You can buy plants now, or you can buy seeds now, and you can grow them, and they grow all the time. So you should you can be growing tomatoes, uh, cherry tomatoes in anticipation of summer. Um, you can also be growing some of your herbs right now, uh, or in preparation for summer so you can plant uh, seeds of chives you can plant seeds of dill you know um, salmon just isn't salmon without uh, dill sprinkled on top of it so you those will grow all summer long as well and uh, it's probably a little early for um uh uh hold on just a minute a little early for okra okra uh, has to have very warm soil for it to the seeds to germinate so you can try and try and try but the the seeds you can just lay there in the soil until the warm until the soil gets warm enough so we're still a little early on that But you can be growing, uh, you can be starting peanuts now. So go to the store and find some raw peanuts and crack that peanut open and get the little kernel and put that into a pot uh, an inch deep in potting soil. And then you can be growing that. And then in May, you're going to be planting that out into the garden. Peppers. Peppers. You mentioned the cute little, what we call the lunchbox peppers. You know, they're yellow Mm -hmm. and green and red. Uh, You can be sowing seeds of those because those will grow all summer as well. So there's a lot of stuff that you can be starting now for growing later in the summer. Um, You can be sowing collard seeds or buying collard plants right now because they will also grow, uh, all summer long. And I, there's nothing That's better. What I was looking good, for. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You can I was just looking for find, that, I couldn't find any. Well, somebody probably, I know, um, down at Palmer's in, in downtown Orlando on the corner of, uh, church and paramore street, um, they you know they sell bulk seeds but they also sell plants and i know they had a lot of collards there um last week to buy so i know they they've got some of those you can also be growing um uh, um your um your sage and your basil now you can be mm. growing that um you can grow start your uh Seminole pumpkins now for squash. You know, that's a oh, okay. that's a an heirloom squash slash pumpkin that doesn't uh get powdery mildew and, and other diseases. So you can grow them all summer long if you have a lot of space. Takes up a lot of space. But uh, you can harvest those in the fall after they've been growing all summer long, and they're just really, really good to eat. And um, what else can you be growing this time of year? Um, and like I said, you can start growing your sweet potatoes and your yams as well. You know, we talked about mm-hmm. sweet potatoes, but you can also go to a um, a produce you know, a, a fancy produce store and buy uh-huh. a lot of plants that you won't be able to find in a standard grocery store. So you're going to be finding uh, things like Edo um, and dachine and Chayote squash, and you're going to be finding lots of different yams from uh, the islands in South America and Africa, And yams grow really well here in the summer as well because of our heat. So, um, you know, go to some of those um, very specific fancy produce. We have one in Longwood on uh, 434 and um, 1792. And they sell all sorts of uh, types of elephant ear roots and that's called the sheen and they sell all sorts of different types of yams and you can grow those here in the summer and uh, if you're if you're looking for some plants that are you know not the traditional things that you can find in the store or you want to try some of these because you're interested in growing some of these plants that are from different cultures you can get them at the uh, these fancy produce stores
2: Okay, so like I said, you I'm I'm going to be listening again on on Saturday morning so I can um, put together my my shopping list to to yeah. go get some other stuff in addition to my new peach tree, um, right? So, and I guess I should ask you. I guess is it okay to be planting the peach tree right now, or what stage yes. should you be planting yeah. right now? Do you get a fully grown well, one? Or what do you, you know, What do you do?
1: We. We, uh, we buy all of our plants, all of our shrubs and trees growing in black um, plastic pots. Okay. And, you know, years ago, you know, when we were we, – we would buy plants in a uh, that didn't have a container, but they were growing in a burlap sack, and they were mm-hmm. dug out of the ground and then planted out in the garden. Well, you would do that in the fall. But okay. now that they're growing in these plastic containers uh, and they grow in those containers and they're sold in those containers 12 months out of the year, you can plant them at any time. At oh, good. any time. Um, I like Great. planting them in the fall only mm-hmm. because it gives you an opportunity uh, to have the roots get established before um, summer comes. But as long as you add enough water um to the to the plants after you plant them, you can plant them at any time. It doesn't make any difference whatsoever. Well, that's good to know.
2: I, I am really looking forward to that. Um especially because we've we've been saying you can't grow peaches down here, but yeah, you can. Robert, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Appreciate the time. You take care. Always a pleasure. Have a
1: blessed day. You. Bye-bye Always now. a
2: pleasure. Thank you. Bye-bye. And thank you all for listening. Talk tomorrow. This has been G's Power Hour I Never Had It So Good Entertainment. I am your host, G. Be well, be safe, be blessed, and please remember, all real power comes from God. Take care. He'll make it all right.
3: Is able. Whatever you need.